Let's go to the Lord in prayer before we start off this morning. Father God, we come to you today, and we thank you for this beautiful day. And we thank you for our mothers, and we thank you for what our mothers mean to us, dear Lord. But God, I pray that you just would let this day be a day of celebration for our mothers, but God, for some, a day of restoration, dear Lord. And God, I pray that you just would hide me behind the cross, that you would help me to speak, God, with the help of the Holy Spirit, that when I open my mouth, that you would speak through me this morning, that your words would be spoken and the words you want your people to hear would be spoken, God, and that you would be glorified in this place on this day. God, I thank you that we can come here and, and worship you today. And God, I just pray that you're glorified. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. We think about our mothers. We think back at our mothers growing up. And I know when I think back about my mother, I, I think about, I was thinking about one particular story just here sitting on this pew. And I was thinking about how mothers, they really sacrifice a lot for their children. Uh, and those of you who are mothers have probably experienced that or perhaps. Perhaps you have, uh, uh, if you're a child, you've, you've noticed that in, in your mom before. But, but mothers work hard to provide for their children and to give them things that they need and things that they want. I remember once when I was about 12 years old, my mom had worked really hard to save up uh, for us to go to Disney World on vacation. And uh, at the time, I remember being pretty bratty and, and, and complaining a lot on that trip. But I want to tell you, Mom, that I'm sorry for that because I, I know that you worked hard to give us that trip, and I didn't appreciate it. And that perhaps that's a good lesson for you children out there to appreciate what your moms do for you. Uh, they don't always do things that, that, that seem like they, they're being nice to you or sometimes they may seem like they're being mean to you or sometimes you may not get the things you want, but... but Hopefully your moms are doing good for you and taking care of you and you need to appreciate the things that your moms and your dads are doing for you. An oft-used passage of scripture on Mother's Day is that found in Proverbs chapter 31. And a beautiful passage it is. And we will read several passages today. We're going to take a little bit of a journey as we talk about, as we talk about mothers today. And we're going we're gonna to begin in Proverbs chapter 31. Uh, Please, if, you, if you're not able to, to catch some of these as we go through them today, uh, let me know after church. I'll be glad to tell you what these passages were, and I encourage you to go back and read these stories in the context in which they were written. But for time's sake today, we'll, all, we'll read a couple of verses from a few different passages of Scripture, the first of which will be Proverbs chapter 31, verses 28 through 30. Now, in this passage, it's, it's written by a guy by the name of Lemuel, and Lemuel's mother uh, gives him some advice on what to look for in a wife and, and the good characters, characteristics of a good mother. Now, we don't know Lemuel's mother's name, but we can tell that she was a wise woman for what she tells him. Uh, she tells him that a, that a good wife is more precious than, than jewels and how true that is, and as the, as the chapter progresses, there is, there is, there's great words used to describe a good wife and a hardworking wife to her husband. And, 
and a wife who, who provides for her household, who takes care of her, of her children, who makes sure that they are well clothed when it is cold outside and, and, and makes sure that they are taken care of. And it's really a beautiful chapter. If you've never read it, I would encourage you to, to go back and do that. But toward the end of the chapter in Proverbs 31, verses 28 through 30, it says, Her sons rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. Many women are capable, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Now, after going on about this, this, this good woman throughout Proverbs 31, we come to these verses where it says that her sons rise up and call her blessed and her husband also praises her. And that's really what we often do on Mother's Day. Hopefully we always do that on Mother's Day to our mothers. If if you are a child, you need to you need to you need to tell your mom you love her. You need to thank her for the things that she has done for you. If you're a husband, you need to thank your wife. You need to thank the mother of your children because uh, there are a lot of things that women do, a lot of things that only women can do. Uh, women are certainly gifted in different ways than men, and there are some things that men can do, but there are many things that only a woman can do. And a mother's love is a mother's love. There's a certain, a certain love and a certain care that really can only come from a, mo from a mother. And we need to recognize the, the love that our mothers have. We need to recognize what, what Lemuel's mother is saying in this passage and recognize those things that our mothers and in our wives. And this is certainly a day of celebration. That's what Mother's Day is set aside for. It's a day for us to celebrate our mothers. But over the last few years, I can't help but, but when I think about Mother's Day to realize that it is not only a day of celebration, but perhaps it also needs to be viewed as a day of restoration. We, we think of our mothers, those of us who have had good mothers, we think about our children, for those of you who are, who are blessed to be a mother. But the truth of the matter is, is that there's a lot of women on Mother's Day that perhaps it's a difficult day for them. There are some mothers who are mothers in waiting, perhaps one day to become a mother or perhaps one day not. And we see, we see lots of examples of mothers who, in Scripture, who experience some of the same difficulties and struggles that maybe some of our women in our world today might experience. And so today, I feel like it's important for us not just to celebrate motherhood, but also to, to, to lift up those, those women in the world who may have difficulties of perhaps not having a child or perhaps difficulties with their children. Genesis chapter 21 verses 1 and 2. We're going to look at several different mothers today. We're going to look at a few different moms in Scripture. Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 and 2. This passage is about a woman by the name of Sarah, who was the wife of Abraham. Now, I would encourage you to go back and read the chapters before this if you've never read this story before. It's a beautiful story. But, but in this story, God had promised Abraham and Sarah that they were going to have a child, but, 
But the child that they were going to have was not going to come until very late in their life. And they had waited for some time, and, and, and really Sarah had, had given up on the possibility of, of ever having a child. But the day would come that God would bless her and that she would give birth to a child. And in Genesis 21, verses 1 and 2, it says, The Lord came to Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age. At the appointed God, time, God had told them. There are many mothers today that we celebrate, praise the Lord. But there are many other women who are waiting. Who are waiting and, and have waited for many years. And for those women, if you are in this group or listening online today, I would encourage you to continue to seek the Lord. That the Lord can work miracles in the same way that the Lord provided a child for Sarah when she least expected it, perhaps it's the Lord's will that he would provide for you, that God is still not done, that God still has a plan, that God will still provide a child in your life. The next mother we will look at is in Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Jochebed is this mother's name. Perhaps a name that you are not familiar with. Perhaps upon hearing this name, you're not, you're not too familiar whose mother this is. Jochebed is the mother of Moses in Scripture. Perhaps you have heard of Moses. Moses was indeed a mighty, a mighty person that God used to, to deliver his people from Egypt. But Moses' life started off difficult. It started off with the difficulty of his mother. And in the story of Jochebed, we see the story of a mother who faces a struggle. The struggle was that the people of Israel were, 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 were becoming great. The, the Israelite women had been giving birth to lots of children, and they were growing and growing and growing, the people of Israel were, and that was a threat to the people of Egypt. And so the, the children were to be killed. And Jochebed, as, as, as any mother would be, did not want to see her child's life be taken. She did everything she could as long as she could to protect her child, but the day came that she was no longer able to protect Moses and had to make a difficult decision. That's what we see in Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Now a man from the family of Levi married a Levite woman. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was beautiful, she hid him for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with asphalt and pitch. She placed the child in it and set it among the reeds by the bank of the Nile. Now here in this story, we see a woman who had to make a difficult decision for the good of her child. A woman who was faced with the decision of giving up her child. Now, I encourage you to go back and read this story in the context and see everything that unfolds and see how the story plays out and see what eventually happened and how God played a hand in this story. But at this moment in time, Jacobet had a difficult choice to make. And perhaps there are Women in this room today 
are women who are listening today and you have made that same difficult choice, the choice to give up a child. And it is likely on Mother's Day, it is a choice that is heavy on your heart. But when we look at the story of Moses, we see that even in this difficult choice that Jacobed had to make, the Lord had a hand in it for the good of Moses and for the good of God's people. And so perhaps if you have had that struggle that Jacobed has had to make and made the choice that for the good of my child, I must let the child go. I want you to seek God today. I want you to find restoration in God today and know that, that God knows what he's doing and everything that, 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 that happens, God can work it for good. Even, even horrible things, even, even things of our past that, that perhaps we wish we could forget or we wish we could change. But God can restore our souls. He can restore our relationships and he can take situations that are bad and he can use them for our good. If Jacobed hadn't made the choice that she had made as difficult as it was for her as a mother, perhaps things would have turned out differently. But God had a plan for the good of the child and we need to remember that today. Another mother we will look at is found in 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 12. A widow, a lady who had a child, who was raising this child. There was, there was no man in the house. She was doing the best she could. And Elijah goes to visit this, this widow in a place called Zarephath and has an interaction with her. She's a mother who is struggling greatly. And we will see that in this passage in 1 Kings 17, verse 12. Elijah had come to this widow woman and asked her for, for some food. And that's what leads us up to her response here in verse 12. But she said, As the Lord your God lives... I don't have anything baked, only a handful of flour in the jar and a bit of oil in the jug. Just now I am gathering a couple of sticks in order to go prepare it for myself and my son so we can eat it and die. That's a pretty powerful passage. Here we see a single mom trying to provide for a child and the provisions are simply not there. There is nothing left. This mother is faced with the reality that this will be their last meal, that she has provided all she can possibly provide, that she has done all she can, and yet she is not able to provide for her child. Perhaps there are some of you mothers out there who have lived that. Perhaps you are living that now. Perhaps you know mothers who live that struggle. Mothers who know the struggle of what it takes to provide for their children. Mothers who wonder where the next meal is going to come from. Mothers who wonder how they're going to get their children to school and send their children to college and put clothes on their children's back. This is a real struggle for mothers in our world. 
And it was a real struggle for this widow in Zarephath. But I want to tell you that God provided, that Elijah came onto the scene, and this, and this mother was faithful to listen to this man of God. And God provided. And she thought this would be their last meal. She didn't know where the next meal would come from. But it came from the Lord. Perhaps you're a mother today and you're thinking, man, I'm not a good mother because I can't provide for my children. Times are hard. What am I going to do? How am I going to provide? The Lord provides. The best way you can provide for your children, mothers, is to tell them about the Lord. It's to trust in the Lord. It's to live an example in your life of the Lord and to let your children know that God is with you, that God will provide. That provision may not be the nicest things in the world. But if you are a mother and you are struggling, I want to encourage you to seek God today. I want to encourage you to trust God today. I want you to read 1 Kings chapter 17 and I want you to see how God provided abundantly. How he opened the doors and the floodgate and how this widow and her son didn't allow this to be their last meal, but God provided meals for them that God took care of them. The next mother we see is found in John chapter 19. John chapter 19. John chapter 19 verses 25 through 27. John chapter 19, 25 through 27. This passage is about Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Mary is, is interesting and perhaps relatable for some women in this, in this church and those listening you could only imagine the joy that Mary must have felt. The joy of having a child. The joy that many of you women have experienced in this room today. And that would, no doubt would have been a joy for her to have a child. But not only did Mary have a child, she gave birth to the Savior of the world. So you can imagine the joy that, that Mary must have experienced to give birth to the Savior, to raise a child of her own, to see that child grow into an adult. But at the end of Jesus' life, Mary had to experience something that many mothers have had to experience, and it's not an easy thing. Here was Mary, who would give birth to the Savior of the world, who literally was perfect. The only woman in the world to ever have a perfect son. When she talked to her friends and said, you know, Jesus is perfect. I couldn't have asked for a better son. <laughs> well, she's the only woman in the, in the world that could say that, and, and it'd be true. The only other woman who could come close to that would be my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but Mary had seen her son grow into a, to a good young man, certainly a godly young man, had performed miracles and 
had done great works. But at the end of Jesus' life, Mary had to watch her son be crucified, be nailed to a cross. Can you imagine the pain? Some of you can imagine the pain. Because some of you have probably lost a child before. Perhaps when the child was young or perhaps when the child is older, but it really doesn't matter because it's difficult. And so when we come to Mother's Day as a day of celebration, indeed it is, for a mother to give life to a child, for a mother to raise children, is a beautiful thing. But it also is a sad day. Because there are some mothers who may not get to spend this day with their children. And so we praise God today that we celebrate our mothers. But we also need to pray for our mothers in other ways today that perhaps we don't think of. Perhaps many Mother's Days have gone by and it's never occurred to you that Mother's Day may not be a good day for every woman. Mother's Day may not be a good day for every mother. Because as we've seen in these few examples today, motherhood is difficult. Waiting for a child is difficult. Making the choice to give up a child is difficult. Not knowing how you're going to provide for your child is difficult. Losing the life of your child is difficult. And we've seen that today in all of these mothers. We've seen a wise mother in Lemuel's mom. We've seen a mother who patiently waited in Sarah. We've seen a mother who had to make a difficult choice in Jacobed. We've seen a mother who did not know how she was going to provide in the widow at Zarephath. And we've seen a mother who's experienced possibly the greatest Suffering and loss you can experience in losing a child in Mary. But in all of these women, God was with them. In all of these situations, God was working for the good. And I want to tell you today, mothers and children, that no matter what your situation looks like, God is working it for the good. As bad as things may be or may have been or could be in the future, God is good. And we must trust God. And we must know that God provides, that God is with us, and that God will restore us. We praise God for mothers today. We could not be where we are without our mothers we praise God for motherhood. Mothers, you need to be good mothers to your children. You need to be in God's Word. Children, you need to listen to your mothers. You need to respect them. And in all that we do, we need to trust God. We need to know that God is at work. In the good days, it's easy. In the bad days, it's not so easy. For mothers who struggle with the loss of a child or mothers who struggle with not having a child or children who struggle with the relationship of their mothers, we must continue to seek the Lord and find restoration in Him. 
We must listen to the words of Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 that say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely in your own understanding. The Lord has our good as his best interest. He wants our lives to be good. He provides for us in the best ways possible, even ways that we do not understand. And he is with us on our days of joy. And for some, that's what today is. And he is with us on our days of sorrow. And for others, that's what today is. But we will praise God today. We will praise God for his goodness. We will praise God for our mothers. We will praise God for his provision for our families. And we will pray to God to those who are suffering today. We will pray to God for those who are sad today. We will pray to God for restoration of our souls today and for the souls of those women and those mothers who may be struggling. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you today, and this is, this is heavy stuff, dear Lord. I know that on Mother's Day we, we look for a happy day, and it is a happy day, God, but God, the reality is that motherhood is tough, and there are difficult things that come with motherhood and being a mother, and so God, I pray that you would just continue to bless those moms that, 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 that we have with us, dear Lord. God, I pray for those whose, whose moms may not be with us. Maybe they have gone on to be with you, and maybe they were a good mom, and, and, and many in here had good childhoods. And God, we thank you for, for those, those moms and those grandmothers who have gone on to be with you, dear Lord. We thank you for motherhood. We thank you for the sacrifices that our moms make, God. And we praise you for being good to us and, and letting mothers be part of, part of your, your family plan and the structure that you give to us. God, I know that there are some today that are hurting. I know there are some who have lost a child, and God, they are heartbroken today. They are sad. God, I know there are some who are waiting on a child, some who are struggling to provide for their children. And God, for those women, I pray that you would take care of them. I pray that you give them joy on this day, dear Lord, a day that perhaps has been robbed of joy in years past. But God, I pray that today, even in the midst of all the the heartaches to come with motherhood, dear Lord, that you would bring joy to the souls of those women. God, that you would just take care of them, that you would comfort them. God, that you would provide the, the needs of the, of the women out there who are providing for their children. God, I pray that you just would take care of those moms. I pray for the moms who are in waiting, dear Lord. That should it be your will, you give them a child. God, but if not, that you give them comfort to know that there is something better that you have planned for them. Dear Lord, it's hard for our minds to comprehend things like that. But God, you are good and what you do is good. And God, you do what's best for your kingdom. And let us never lose sight of that no matter what difficulties we experience. So God, we praise you today. But God, I lift up these moms who, who are struggling. I pray that you restore their soul and bring joy to their heart. God, I pray that you have been glorified in all that we have seen today in your word, and I pray that you will be glorified when we leave this place. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's service. To learn more about Jesus, call or text Pastor Shan at 601-657-0180 or email him at shanvn at me.com. 
You can also visit us at www.enterprisebaptist.church or follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ebcliberty. We hope that you have been blessed by today's service.